Welcome to The Unscripted Life. I'm your host, Angela Owens. As a business mindset and productivity coach, I absolutely love helping people turn their what-if dreams into reality. Join me every episode as we dive into breaking down barriers, finding our purpose, and becoming the best version of ourselves while balancing life and achieving our goals. I'm so glad to have you here. Let's get this conversation started. Hey, I'm glad you're back for this episode. Today, I'm going to dive deeper into the concept of vulnerability and leadership. I'm going to discuss how leaders can embrace their own vulnerabilities and use them as a strength rather than viewing them as a weakness. To be vulnerable as a leader, it means to admit that you don't have all the answers, to acknowledge your mistakes, and to ask for help when needed. It's about being authentic and genuine in your interactions with your team. I will explore various ways in which leaders can express vulnerability. This could be through open communication about one's own experiences and struggles or by fostering an environment where mistakes are viewed as opportunities for learning rather than failures to be punished by. It could also mean allowing team members to see the leader's thought process, including the uncertainties and dilemmas they face. Additionally, I'm going to explain the profound impact that vulnerability can have on a team. When leaders show vulnerability, it builds trust and encourages team members to do the same. This leads to a culture of openness and honesty where everyone feels valued and heard. Such environments foster creativity and innovation as team members feel safe to voice their ideas and to take risks. I'm also going to share some examples of when I have embraced vulnerability and the positive effects that it's had on my teams. These real-life examples will provide valuable insights and practical tips on how to incorporate vulnerability into your own leadership style. To wrap the episode up, I'm going to reiterate the power and potential of vulnerability in leadership. I'll emphasize that vulnerability isn't a sign of weakness, but rather it's a strength that can be significantly used to enhance a leader's effectiveness. When leaders demonstrate vulnerability, they pave the way for stronger relationships, greater trust, and ultimately a more successful team. So join me on this journey as we uncover the power of vulnerability in leadership. Whether you're a seasoned leader or just starting your leadership journey, this episode will provide some valuable insights and advice on how you become a more effective and authentic leader. By the way, this can apply to leadership roles in all areas of business even teams that you may lead in your journeys of entrepreneurship. I'm going to share a little secret with you, though. I'm going to be a little vulnerable with you. I struggle with the pronunciation of the word vulnerability. Oh my goodness, I have no idea why. I have had problems with it my entire life. So you may hear me pause. You may hear me over-enunciate. You may even hear me get tongue-tied. I don't really have an answer as to why but it's just one of those words in my vocabulary that I struggle with. Sometimes I think my tongue in my mouth just was not created in a way that can easily say the word. So here we go. That's our secret. I'm being vulnerable with you that I struggle saying the word vulnerability. Bear with me and give me grace as I get my way through this. Let's dive into four key strategies to incorporate vulnerability into your leadership approach supported by reliable facts and insights from some insightful authors. First, sharing personal stories. 
Brene Brown, a research professor and author of Daring Greatly, emphasizes the power of vulnerability through sharing personal experiences and emotions that have significantly influenced your life. This practice not only demonstrates trust in your team, but also helps establish deeper connections. According to the study published by the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, sharing personal stories can enhance social connection and foster cooperation among team members. I often use my one-on-one conversations with team members as opportunities to share kind of personal antecedents and forge deeper connections. If we're going through similar life stages, I might share stories about my children. If I sense that a team member is feeling overwhelmed due to heavy workload or shifting priorities, I'll emphasize by sharing my own experiences of feeling just overwhelmed. With these narratives, I subtly, very carefully incorporate strategies that I found helpful in managing these challenges. But the aim is not to sound preachy. It's more to make our shared experiences relatable and that our struggles are common ground for growth. Number two, admitting mistakes. Owning up to your mistakes is a powerful way to demonstrate leadership vulnerability. According to Amy Edmondson, she's a professor at Harvard Business School, and she's the author of The Fearless Organization. She sends a strong message that it's acceptable to make errors, fostering a culture of learning and growth within the team. And in her research, she's found that teams where leaders admit their mistakes have a higher psychological safety level, which encourages more risk-taking and innovation among their team. Around five years ago, I was part of a team that found it really challenging to acknowledge when things didn't go as planned. Instead, they would predominantly focus on their successes. And I noticed this led to a lack of collaboration and an increase in silos within the team. So to address this, I introduced a weekly casual chat session where each team member was encouraged to share a mistake that they had made and really what they learned from it. To set the tone, I would usually kick it off with the discussion by openly discussing like one of my own little screw-ups or errors and sharing insights of what I gained from it. At first, these sessions were like somewhat uncomfortable, but after weeks, a safe and organic collaborative environment began to develop. Team members started to engage more, offering solutions on sharing similar experiences. And after about four months, we discontinued the formal sessions as the practice of acknowledging mistakes and learning from them kind of naturally integrated into their daily interactions. This shift also encouraged team members to help earlier each other, help each other earlier and brainstorm together more frequently. It truly fostered a more collaborative and supportive team environment. Another thing that comes to mind on this subject is not long ago, I was part of an interview panel for a leadership position, and we asked each candidate to give us a time when they had made a mistake that disappointed their leader and, you know, how they handled it. Interestingly enough, many claimed that they had never made a mistake. Their response actually spoke volumes about the person's own self-awareness and willingness to learn. Personally, I value mistakes as I firmly believe that if you're not making errors or experiencing failures, we're not learning and growing. So I urge each of you to embrace your mistakes and don't view them as setbacks, but more as like stepping stones on your path to growth and self-improvement. Number three is asking for help. 
Inviting input and ideas from your team not only gives them a sense of ownership and engagement, but also allows them to leverage their expertise, fostering a more collaborative environment. Francesca Gino is a behavioral scientist and the author of Rebel Talent. She suggests that seeking advice makes you look more competent, not less. And her studies show that people perceive those who seek advice as more competent than those that don't. I've always held the belief that surrounding myself with people who possess skills that I lack and who are in many ways smarter than me is a key to success. Acknowledging their expertise and talents not only elevates the team, but also fosters a culture of mutual respect. It's crucial to give credit where it's due and avoid repurposing their work as your own too. Just as I compile detailed white papers for my leader, I encourage my team members to do the same for me. This is kind of a form of asking for help. This isn't merely a task that I assign. It's an opportunity for me to learn from their unique perspectives and expertise. By asking them in this way, I not only enrich my own understanding, but I also validate the invaluable contributions that each of my team members can make. Remember, there's strength in seeking help. It's a sign of respect for others' knowledge and a recognition that we're all part of a larger, interconnected team. Embrace the power of collaboration and see how it transforms your leadership style and the dynamics within your team. Number four, being authentic and genuine. Authenticity in leadership is about aligning your actions with your core values and staying true to your leadership. Bill George, he's another senior fellow at Harvard Business School, and he's the author of Authentic Leadership. He maintains that authenticity cultivates trust. Team members are often more inclined to follow someone who they genuinely trust and that that person is real and transparent. His research indicates that authentic leaders who lead with both their hearts and minds can better connect with their employees, inspiring to performance on a completely different level. To embrace your authentic self as a leader, consider two tips. One, reflect on your values and beliefs. Spend time identifying your core values and beliefs. Like, what do you stand for? What are your non-negotiables? Understanding these aspects will help you guide your decisions and your actions, ensuring that they align with what truly matters to you. This alignment fosters your authenticity. Tip number two, practice self-awareness. Regularly assess your thoughts, your emotions, and behavior. Understand your strengths and areas for improvement. Being aware of your personal tendencies and how they impact others can help you stay true to your authentic self while also being mindful of your influence as a leader. Incorporating authenticity into your leadership style not only enhances trust within your team, but it also creates this environment where everyone feels valued and heard. As you lead with your heart and mind, you'll inspire your team to do the same, fostering a culture of genuine engagement and high performance. Integrating these strategies into your leadership style can unlock transformative power of vulnerability, leading to stronger relationships, increased trust, and a more successful team. 
Alongside these adoptions of key strategies, it's equally vital to recognize and discuss the tactics that might not yield the desired results. So thinking along this path, I just kind of want to share what doesn't work. And one such approach is oversharing. Revealing too much can sometimes have the opposite effect of what is intended. Striking the right balance between openness and maintaining professional boundaries is crucial. It's a sweet spot that leaders have to find, and sometimes it takes trial and error to find that sweet spot. Oversharing can often lead to discomfort among team members and blur the lines between professional and personal life. While it's important to be open about your experiences and emotions, Sharing every detail of your personal life may distract from the primary goal of building trust and fostering a strong team dynamic. Another pitfall to avoid is using vulnerability as a manipulation tool. Authentic vulnerability is about honesty and openness. It should never be used to achieve hidden agendas or manipulate team members' emotions. This can lead to mistrust, and damage the entire morale of the team. Being vulnerable doesn't mean constantly focusing on the negative. It's easy to fall into that trap of only sharing failures and struggles, but it's equally important to celebrate successes and share positive learning experiences. This balanced approach ensures that vulnerability serves as a tool for growth and inspiration rather than creating a culture of negativity. Again, it's a sweet spot that you have to navigate, and it takes some trial and error. Remember that the ultimate aim of vulnerability in leadership is to foster trust, strengthen connections, and promote a culture of understanding and empathy. It's about creating an environment where everyone feels comfortable sharing their ideas and challenges without feeling burdened by unnecessary personal details or negative energy. By avoiding these common missteps, You can ensure that your vulnerability serves as a powerful tool in your leadership toolkit, facilitating a more open, trusting, and collaborative team environment. To sum it up, vulnerability in leadership is a powerful tool that can transform your approach to managing and inspiring others. By being open about your imperfections, your limitations, and sharing experiences, you can create an environment where trust and collaboration thrives. I encourage everyone, whether you're a seasoned leader or just starting out, to embrace the power of vulnerability and leadership and witness the positive impact that it can have on your team dynamics. I hope this episode has shed some light on the importance of vulnerability and leadership. If it resonated with you, I would love to hear your thoughts and experiences. You can reach out to me through my social media channels, or you can leave a comment on this episode. Remember, The world needs you, and it needs the best version of you. Thanks for tuning in to The Unscripted Life. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to show some love by giving us a five-star rating. We always appreciate your feedback and can't wait to hear what you think. Oh, and don't forget to connect with us on social media. Just scroll down to the episode details, and we've set all the links there for you. Let's stay in touch and keep this conversation going. Until next time, make sure you spend a little time every day working on you. We'll chat soon.